Tell me if you've heard this advice. Buy rental properties until your monthly cash flow exceeds your monthly living expenses, and then you'll be financially free. And I believe that is terrible advice that has done more harm than good in America. And on this video, I'm going to show you why that's bad advice and what to do instead. My name is Jerry Norton. I've been a full-time real estate investor for 20 years. And early on when I was a new investor, I bought into the own cash flowing rental properties myth, just like millions of others. At one point, I acquired almost 30 single family rental properties and quickly realized what a huge mistake that was and got rid of every single one of them. Just to prove my point that owning rental properties is a bad idea for most people, there is an entire class of distressed sellers that investors market to called tired landlords. These are burned out investors ready to dump their unwanted rentals. And like I said, there are thousands of tired landlords in every market. Now, I know I'm going to get all the buy and hold investors up in arms about this. Some of my closest friends are huge advocates of holding rentals. But before you leave a scathing comment, hear me out first, then decide if you agree. It's not that owning rentals in and of itself is the problem. The issue is owning rentals for the wrong reasons and acquiring rentals at the wrong time. Let me explain. First and foremost, you don't own rentals or any assets for that matter for cash flow. The idea that you can create disposable income to pay your living expenses from the cash flow generated by those rental properties is not only naive, but irresponsible. Any cash generated from a rental property needs to go in what I call a rainy day account. My friend Pace Morby calls it a war chest account. This is not just in the event you have to evict a tenant and they trash the place, but all rental properties require constant upkeep and improvements. Some are capital improvements like a new furnace or a new roof, and others are routine improvements like carpet and paint. It's not a matter of if, but when a rental property needs reinvestment. I learned this the hard way. Early on in my real estate career, I owned a textbook rental. The tenant was a dream and paid on time every month like clockwork. My net cash flow was $500 a month. After two years of never missing a payment, I had made $12,000 in net cash flow. It was amazing. Then the tenant decided to not renew her lease and moved out. And in order to get it rent ready again, I had to spend $15,000 on carpet and paint and fixing a list of normal wear and tear items. There went all my cash flow plus some. And that's when I realized that you don't own rentals for cash flow. Now, the other reasons or benefits you'll hear about owning rentals is that over time, you'll gain appreciation as the property goes up in value while at the same time paying down the principal. Both those situations create equity. An easy way to think of equity is it's the cash you would put in your pocket if you sold the property today and paid off any loans on it. For example, let's say that you buy a rental for $200,000 and you get a loan for $160,000 to buy it. Then after years of owning the property, it goes up in value to let's say $250,000. While during that same time, you paid down the loan to let's say $120,000. That means you would have increased the equity by $90,000. Now that sounds great, but understand, equity doesn't have any value sitting in the property. We call that being house rich and cash poor. It means your cash is tied up in the home and not your bank account. Now for that equity to have any value, you have to do something with it. Some investors borrow against their equity and buy more real estate, but doing so leverages the property with more debt, which may decrease the net cash flow Proving my point I made earlier, 
you don't buy rentals for cash flow. Now, the other option to realize the equity is to sell the property and get the cash out, but that defeats the purpose of owning rentals. You might as well just flip houses. So what is the right reason to own rentals? To answer that question, let's look at what the wealthy do. Now, I've heard statistics that 80% and even as high as 90% of millionaires invest in real estate. Why is that? The number one reason is for the tax benefits. The rich don't care about cash flow or appreciation or principal pay down. That's all gravy on top. The main reason is for the tax benefits. As a real estate investor that holds income producing rental property, you can deduct what's called depreciation as an expense on your taxes. Depreciation is the incremental loss of an asset's value due to assumed wear and tear. That means by owning rentals, the rich lower their taxes and if they own enough, completely eliminate their tax liability. The IRS allows you to take the depreciation deduction for the entire expected life of a property, which as of this recording is currently set by the IRS as 27 and a half years for residential properties and 39 years for commercial properties. When you're making deals, I'm... Making tacos. <laughs> Here's how it works. Let's say you purchase a rental property and the value of the building itself, excluding the land it sits on, is 300000 If you divide that value by the 27 and a half years for the expected life of the dwelling, you can deduct $11,000 in depreciation each year from your taxable income. And if you do a cost segregation study, you may be able to accelerate that deduction. The rich are buying that rental for the $11,000 in annual tax savings for the next 27 and a half years. They are not buying it for cash flow. They're buying tax incentives. And keep in mind, for the rich, owning assets is playing the long game because if you sell, be prepared to pay the standard income tax rate on the depreciation you've claimed. This is known as depreciation recapture. And that brings me to the second reason why most people have no business buying rentals. It's not the right time. Unless you have a significant tax burden, don't buy rentals. Instead, do what the rich do. Get rich first, then buy real estate to eliminate your tax liability. Here's the advice I give my students and pretty much anyone who wants to do real estate but is not yet making so much money that taxes are their biggest problem. Wait to buy rentals. And instead, focus on creating what I call your printing press. When I say printing press, what I mean is a business that creates so much cash every month that not only do you have a tax problem, but you have excess cash coming out of your ears that you can use to acquire real estate and easily weather the ups and downs. Think about it. The rich own businesses that produce a ton of cash and then to offset taxes, they use that cash to buy real estate. What non-rich delusional people do is they buy five or 10 rental properties hit a wall on financing, self-manage, get in over their head, lose money every year, and eventually burn out and dump those rentals, joining the ranks of thousands of tired landlord-motivated sellers. Don't let that happen to you. Another thing to consider, it takes time, a lot of energy, and a ton of effort to create your printing press. Until you've got a thriving, successful business, aka printing press, rentals are nothing more than a distraction. Focus on building your printing press first. Once your printing press is on autopilot and you are in the owner's box, meaning you're no longer in the day-to-day -day grind, then start acquiring real estate assets with your excess cash to eliminate your taxes. And here's the beautiful thing. Your printing press doesn't have to be a cash-producing business outside of real estate. 
you can do it right inside real estate with a wholesaling business. Wholesale real estate is a high transaction, high cash producing business. It's low risk because you don't own the properties. That's what I do. I make millions of dollars a year with my wholesaling and flipping printing press businesses, as well as other printing press businesses. Then with that excess cash coming out my ears, I acquire real estate assets to reduce my taxes. And that's what I recommend you do. Focus your time, energy, and effort on building a wholesale business for your printing press. Then buy rentals to offset your taxes. Now, I actually have a detailed course on how to build a six-figure and even seven-figure business wholesaling and flipping houses, and I'll give it to you for free. Just go to 8weekacademy.com. Finally, be sure to watch a video where I break down in detail how to go from your first wholesale deal to a million-dollar-a-year business. Watch that now, and I'll see you on the next video.